Hey pals, it's your girl HB, aka Hannah Bowers, aka the host of the PAL podcast and founder of PAL, a community dedicated to supporting the growth of creatives through positivity, authenticity, and love. And if you've listened to the show before, welcome back. Thank you for sticking around. Hey. And if you're new, Welcome for the first time. I'm so grateful that you're spending your time and energy on listening to this show, and I hope it goes well for you. Uh, I put so much time, energy, and intention into creating these episodes so that it can be something inspiring, supportive, or simply just entertaining for you. And it's been a minute since I released a podcast episode, which I've had some complicated feelings around because I've really wanted to release an episode. And there's frankly been a lot going on in my life over the past couple months. And a lot of things came to a halt or slowed down. There was a lot of changes. And I, I accept that. And I hope that you accept that too. Today is a special end of the year episode where I'll be talking about the greatest lessons that I learned this year in 2022 and how I think it could be helpful for you or for others. Because this year was probably the most ambitious, productive, authentic, and healing and several other adjectives I could think of that I've ever had in a very major way. It was incredibly rewarding and challenging and honestly incredibly exhausting. But I'm immensely proud of myself for everything that I learned, all the ways that I grow, I growed, <laughs> all the ways that I grew. Um, and I'm eager to share what I have learned with all of you listening because I definitely feel that I have a lot to say. I want to use this podcast as a reflection of my experiences and the experiences of the guests that I bring on the show. And next year, I'm excited to bring on a variety of new guests to share their unique stories and perspectives on what it's like being a creative person in this wild, wild world. And a big part of that for me and for everything I do with PAL is being completely authentic, which sometimes means completely honest. And this episode is very honest and it's very vulnerable. And I want to be as real with you as possible because one, that's what feels right for me. And two, I think that's the most effective way to connect with you. And that's ultimately my goal in doing this, to connect with creative people, which is hard when I'm over here talking to myself alone in my bedroom. But I really do appreciate any of the messages that I receive from all of you after having listened to an episode. And that kind of thing just reminds me that I'm not just feeding my ego and enjoying hearing myself talk, uh, but that my words are actually powerful. And that makes me want to use them and use them very intentionally. And for me to speak intentionally in this space is to be honest. And here I go, speaking my truth. I think that word is really key right now for me, actually. Uh, that's one of the biggest lessons that I learned this year was around my truth. Truth can be compared to honesty and integrity and authenticity. For me, the dimension of truth that I really got to understand and experience this year was the process of knowing my truth, living my truth, and speaking my truth. And I think everyone relates to this. Once you know your truth, that's kind of 
I don't know, kind of the easy part. You have an understanding in your head of the person that you want to be and the life that you want to have and the goals and dreams and all these things. But it can be very hard to put that into action and actually start living your truth. And it's very meta for me this year because part of my truth was to start my coaching business. And coaching is all about helping people understand, live, and speak their truth. So in doing in speaking my truth, I was helping other people speak their truth. And it's a little inception-y, but it's actually quite beautiful that I got to know myself and achieve my goals by helping other people do the same thing. And maybe even doing that by speaking on this podcast. It's what I wanted to do with PAL as a company and the events that I hosted with it and the virtual course that I taught for the very first time this year, the EQ Creative, and just in every single thing that I do. And all of this makes me very emotional because of how deep that really is for me. And in living through this year, I realized how deep my life and my purpose is and how incredibly meaningful my life is and how truly magical it is to have been given this gift of life and to experience that. And I reflect on that major realization in comparison to the numerous years and countless moments that I used to feel like life was just a painful, confusing obligation that frankly, I just wanted to get out of. And it's the biggest relief in the world to feel like this year, I fully came out on the other side of that and can help other people do the same. So just starting with the super light stuff, you know, if this is the first episode of the podcast you're listening to and you've never heard of me before this moment, you're probably like, oh, wow, this girl's intense. Um, and, you know, I can be intense. I'm an Aries. That's a part of me. But um, I'm an incredibly multifaceted being, which brings me to my next chapter of my truth in 2022. Last year in 2021, I released my first full-length self-produced album that captured the multifaceted nature of my musical expression called Not One Thing. And that was my dream for years leading up to it, to release a piece of work that felt truly authentic to me. And it was a huge goal. And once I did it, I took a little breather. I didn't stop making music or playing shows. I could never stop doing that. I'm writing songs literally constantly, even if they're not out and you don't see them, you don't hear them. It's just who I am. It's in my nature. And it took a lot of trust this year in 2022 to allow myself to let go of the need to release music in order to be considered a musician. And I want all creative people to know that, that you don't need to do anything to be a legitimate artist. There should be no gatekeeping in creativity because it just hinders that. And creativity is beautiful. For me, I had the idea in my head of what it meant to be a quote unquote real musician, one who was constantly working on and releasing music and playing shows. But just because I want to do more things than making music doesn't make me any less of a musician. It makes me a musician and an entrepreneur and a podcaster and and a coach and whatever else that I want to be. And that permission slip that I gave myself and that I'm giving to you now for you to also give yourself allowed me to be so much more creative, so much more fulfilled and so much more successful. And even as it goes, a better musician because I wasn't making music from a place of force. I've been writing songs since I could speak essentially. And I had a trust that if I put my focus on other projects that I wouldn't stop making songs. And I had a few months there where I was scared that my music muscle wasn't going to come back. 
And here's the thing about creation. We need fuel to do it. We can't run on empty. And I burned out years of creative fuel on my album. So I wasn't going to refill on that immediately. It took a few months for me to start authentically writing songs again and enjoying it. And it took all year for me to have another creative vision of the next music that I want to release, which, spoiler alert, I'm quite clear on what that is now. But it took longer than that year. That's okay, too. Huge artists do the same thing, you know, like Adele, Rihanna, these two come to mind immediately. They're not lesser musicians for not cranking out music like it's a commodity because it's not. It can be. But more than anything, it's art. And you can't force art. You can only allow it. And so many times throughout this year, I'd have little musical energy bursts and I'd say, this is it. This is my new sound. This is my new album. This is the vision. This is the project. I found it. But it was just me getting carried away and getting carried away because I was scared of not having that. I was scared of not having a big musical project because I associated so much of my worth and my identity in that. But letting go of the need to have that led me to have so much more of my truth, so much more of myself, so much more creativity. I let go of the idea of who I had to be and what I had to do to be worthy, to embrace who I actually was and realize I was worthy all along. No matter what I did, an album was not going to change that. An album was not my truth to speak this year. And that's okay. Which leads me to my next biggest lesson. All this letting go of my beliefs about success led me to letting go of the ideas that I had about how I was going to get there. And it taught me to adapt. I'm a big long-term thinker. I love big goals and creating plans for how I'm going to achieve them. And that's what I do as a coach. I can break down these big dreams into bite-sized pieces to chew on every day. And honestly, it's a skill that I am very proud of and it comes in handy a lot. And it helps to create a plan and feel confident that you know exactly everything that you're gonna need to do in order to accomplish something that you really want. But here's the kicker, folks. The plan can change like really change beyond your control and what you could have even imagined or prepared for. And what are you going to do then? Keep forcing a plan that clearly doesn't work anymore and cause even more pain and suffering or learn to adapt and do it constantly because things are going to change constantly and inevitably. And it's not about doing things according to plan. It's about doing things in integrity with your goals and values. And that integrity about who you are and what you believe and what you want is going to guide your actions when the plan falls to pieces and you don't know where to turn next. I have this planner that at the beginning of 2022, I sat down with and created a year long plan for myself. And I filled it out as much as I felt like I could. And then I went out and I lived life. And I would have to come back to the planner and edit it and say, whoops, that project's definitely not gonna get started until June or, oh shit, I suddenly have this new big idea that I'm gonna need to incorporate into my plan. But I had to detach myself from saying that whatever deadlines and schedules I gave myself initially, I needed to abide by still. And if I didn't, that meant that I'm not successful because I realized success wasn't about the plan. It was about the goal. And by keeping that goal in mind, I could adjust my plan accordingly to make it happen easier, more efficiently, and with more joy because I don't value the plan. The plan doesn't know how I'm going to feel on a given day or what's gonna change. The plan for the future is actually always created in the past. So isn't that funny? How would a past version of ourselves be able to accurately predict exactly how something was going to happen? Do they really know what's best for the current version of yourself? So that plan needs to change because we change, we grow, we learn new things. 
So if you have some plans that an old version of yourself made and you haven't updated that plan with the new lessons and experiences and information that you have now, your plan might not be working. Incorporate adaptability into your plan and it will help you enjoy the present more. The past is creating a plan for your future, but your present self has to experience it. And your present self is the only person you'll ever be. So make it easy on them. Now, these first two lessons go hand in hand, right? Adaptability requires you to let go of how you thought things were going to go and trust yourself to handle how they're actually going. Adaptability and trust. And these skills are a super powerful combo to tie into the third and final lesson I have to share with you today, which is getting clear on what you want and actually going for it. It's interesting. When you plot out all the steps between you and your big goal, you can start identifying what exactly is in the way or if anything is in the way at all. This year, I made some pretty big moves. I started this podcast. I started PAL as an official business. I started coaching more people and publicly offering those services to the world. I built a vegetable garden. It's true, I did. I wrote the best songs that I have ever written. I started learning how to screen print my own t-shirts. And I started a couple other big secret projects that I'm going to announce next year. And, and it's exhausting even listing out all that stuff because of how much time and energy it took to do all those things. But I did them all because I decided this year, whenever I dreamt of something I wanted, a way I wanted my life to feel or look, I took action in that moment to bring that dream to reality. I said, enough dreaming. If I want something, I want to make it happen and no one is going to make it happen other than me. So at the beginning of the year, I started a vision board on Pinterest as one does. And I just got so inspired by that because I'm a highly visual person and I could see this life in front of me on a screen that I wanted to see in my surroundings. And I would check my dreams and my goals with my daily actions and make sure they were aligned. And in doing so, I got really used to this particular feeling, this anxious feeling that would come up. And I used to be very afraid of it because I hated it. It made me feel like everything was wrong, that I was wrong. It's just physically uncomfortable, you know, it was anxiety. But when I sat down to listen to it, for me, it was trying to tell me something. That anxiety was saying, hey dude, you're not living in alignment with the person you want to be. What's up with that? And there were countless nights where that anxiety would come up. And as it did, I got better at listening to it. And I learned to actually trust my anxiety, which is huge. And I know that might not be relatable because anxiety arises for many reasons in each of us. And I've also experienced it in the way of it being based up and made up fears and false storylines and getting caught up in all of that. But this is my experience with it now in this particular situation. It's my story, my truth. It doesn't have to resonate. But anyway, I started this practice with myself where when I felt this anxiety, and it was a certain kind of anxiety, by the way, which is a thing. Not all forms of anxiety are, or any emotional state really, are the same. And this was a lifestyle alignment anxiety. Let's call it that. And the way I handled this, and this is very me, I would set up my environment to be chill. I'd light a candle. I got one going right now. I'd make some tea. I got some right here right now. I'd put on some tunes. I'd get cozy. I'd open up my laptop and I'd get out my journal and I'd be like, okay, brain, what do you want? And I'd list everything my anxiety told me was wrong. Everything. Sometimes this was pages and pages and pages and pages and pages. And the key thing here that kept me from spiraling from that, because that's totally possible too, is I wrote all this out in a very objective way. I didn't make my thoughts and my actions mean anything, and I didn't blame myself for having them. 
That's a big one. That's just a very common place that we get stuck with our anxiety and other difficult emotions is the second we start shaming ourselves, we get further from the opportunity to understand ourselves and give ourselves what we actually need in that moment. We stray from our healing. So this chill environment, it helps with that because it minimizes stress. And as I was doing this practice, I would see patterns and underlying information that maybe the surface expression of the anxiety couldn't address in a single thought alone. And I'd get all of that info out of my head and I'd turn it into a plan. All the things I didn't like about my life or wished were different, I would identify what exactly I wanted. And not what I didn't want, but what I did. And I would create a plan to make that happen. And every time that lifestyle alignment anxiety crept up, it was a reminder to embody those core desires and stay on my path, the path of aligning to my truth. And anxiety wasn't the only emotion that triggered these core desires in me. Inspiration and excitement played a huge role as well. You know those feelings that you get when you just let yourself imagine your dream life? And for me, it has always felt so far away. And I think I was stuck in this mindset of thinking, I can't have this now, and one day it'll be like this. And that mindset also delays those feelings that come along with them. And in delaying my dreams, I was delaying my joy. I was delaying my pride in myself and a feeling of life feeling whole and abundant right here, right now. And focusing on how I wanted my life to look in combination with how I wanted to feel is a game changer. And that's one of the most important techniques that I share with my coaching clients is that success might look like something in your head, but how does it feel and how can you cultivate more of that feeling every day? So I prioritized the way I wanted to feel and that allowed me to experience those things more. And now here I am looking back at a year that was filled with great challenge, but also immense growth and a bigger experience of happiness and freedom and authenticity that I had known before. Like I didn't even know happy could feel the way that it has felt for me this year. And as anxiety serves as a signal for something that needs to change and something that's not working, feelings of happiness and freedom teach me what I'm doing right and what I can continue doing and do more of. And these feelings tell me that I am indeed living my truth. And there you have it. That's my truth of 2022 in a nutshell, in a very small little pistachio sized nutshell. And my truth now in this moment is I'm exhausted, like in every possible way. As I can imagine, you probably are yourself too, because it's the end of the year and it's okay to be tired now and to rest. And it's okay to reflect on what you've done rather than continuing to do. And I truly wish that all of you listening give yourself time to do that or to not do that, if that makes sense. And even if you're listening to this in the future and not December 2022, I hope you're allowing yourself to rest too. I really do have so much more truth that I want to share with you. And saying I'm excited for what next year will bring is an understatement. But mark my words now, man, 2023 is going to be next level for me, for pal, for you maybe, I hope. And I can thank myself for learning the lessons that I did this year, facing my most challenging moments and trusting that something good was going to come out of it, even when I had no idea how, which was honestly a, a good portion of the year. Lots of confusion, lots of darkness, lots of mystery, lots of struggle, mental turmoil, but that trust, I kept falling back on it and it worked out. And I wish that I could speak to those versions of myself now and say, hey, it does all work out but I can't 
speak to her. I can speak to you and I can let you know that you're going to be okay too. And whatever challenges you're going through right now are teaching you things. That doesn't make them okay. That doesn't make them less painful. But sometimes it's just nice to know that there is wisdom to be gained from all experience. So go out there and live that life and find out what it is. Because that's what life's about. To me, anyway. So I hope you got something out of this episode today. I encourage you to share with me after you listen to this the greatest lessons that you learned this year too. You can message me that on Instagram at the Hannah Bowers or pal at the pal community. So thank you so much for listening, for supporting me this year in everything I chose to do the very first year of this podcast. And most importantly, for just being you, man. I hope you keep doing that and speak your truth for 2023. So have a wonderful, restful December and wishing you the biggest, brightest new year. Take care of yourselves. Every day, every day.